This is Dweez and Slim Yo. in Expo Park. On this episode of the FCFC pod, we've got Monty Stevenson, a member of the Expo Originals supporter group. You might recognize them. They're part of the north end there at Bank of California Stadium. Monty's one of the directors of the 3252 Independent Supporters Union. And on this pod, we talk about the origins of Jump for LA Football Club, a chant you may have seen visually, you may have heard audibly. Went viral here and there. Went viral here and there. May have found its way into several countries, you'll have to find out. We also talk about some of the other songs and the histories and the inspirations for the origins, how those songs came to be, and how football in Australia works and compares with the MLS, that's where Monty grew up. So we hope you enjoy the pod. And just to let you guys know, um, some of the language on this podcast may not be safe for work in certain situations, but it's all in good fun, so have a good time. FCFC. Yo, this is the FCFC podcast, the football culture, football club podcast. We are looking to the world of football through a black and gold tinted lens. And I'm here. This is Josh. I got Dweezy here with me, my boy Slim. Yo. And we got uh, a little Monday motivation going. We got Monty Stevenson, the LA Wanderer, in the house, live at Expedition Park. Thanks for having me, guys. Let's get into it. I mean, Monty, t- give us a little info about yourself. I'm Monty, obviously, from Expo Originals. Uh, been with them since uh, inception, basically. Inception was when? I think 2015, early 2015. 2015. Three years before we had anything. Yeah, uh-huh. which is, uh, I'd say that the root of the actual formation was probably the Barca Juve Champions League game. Q's. Q's Billiards, there you go. Yeah. It is. Q's. That's right. Yeah. Wilshire. How, how did that become the starting point of it? You know, I attended just because, you know, I signed up for the registration and stuff like that. Everyone got emails to attend the watch party. And, um, you know, I'd been looking the whole time. I knew there were two groups previously, you know, but they had come over from Chiefs USA. So, you know, I was looking, maybe someone's starting something new for a new club. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that uh, Fernando was in charge of the Facebook page, mm-hmm. LAFC supporter group, which is basically just, that was just the name. I was like, well, let's let's see wh- where this goes. And right after the Crest launch, that was when everything started, like, Stacking up, yeah. That's what, that's awesome. what made you want to sign up for the the listserv, the the email blast that came out? So let's go all the way to the beginnings of my MLS, you know, uh, fandom. Origin story, baby. Let's yeah, origin it. story. So I moved over here from Sydney in uh, 2007. I have family that have lived there here for like 30, 40 plus years. Wait, so your your accent is really not there. For <laughs> it's not there, that's right? Here. Ten years is hard to get rid of an accent. Yeah, um, uh, and all, it's all due to all the jobs I used to work at. One job in particular was like a um, paper manufacturing plant. Gotcha. Really loud, and I still had my accent then. Mm-hmm. I say within like six months of working there, I had it. I didn't have it no more. <laughs> I couldn't. No, no one could understand paper. Pasta paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my, there's the accent. There's the accent. <laughs> you got it like ready. Right. Oh, yeah, like, I, I could there. actually. Yeah. Bring it out. Actually, the drunk like, version will probably bring it yeah, out. Yeah, like maybe yeah. A, a few more shots of this stuff. And uh, <laughs> okay, so 2007. So, you know, so 2007, I fly over here. Um, 
you know, all my mom's side live here. They've been here for like a good generation or so. So I land and I've always loved soccer ever since I was living in Australia. I, was, I used to play it in high school, you know, when I was younger, when I was seven. And, um, you know, I, I that was the same year Beckham had come over. Okay. He had signed to Galaxy in 2007. I remember seeing it in the paper. I was like, oh, shit. Like, Beckham's with the Galaxy and Galaxy play here. Mm-hmm. I was like, legit, man. That's my idol, dude. Like, I, I'm very much like, I was one of the bandwagoners when uh, Galacticos, you know, the first, you know, rendition yeah, of it was like Ra- yeah, yeah. Uh, Raul. Um, Zidane. Figo, Zidane, yeah. uh, you know, Ronaldo. Roberto all those, Carlos is still there. Roberto yeah. Carlos were all there, you know? You know, I still remember Pavone and all those guys. So, yeah, I was definitely following uh, Beckham for that. And it wasn't until maybe 2009 I finally went to a Galaxy game. Uh-huh. And uh, I was going to church at the time. I had four good friends that went to church with me. And uh, they were all season ticket holders for the Galaxy. Uh-huh. And anytime one of the brothers couldn't go, they're all brothers. Uh-huh. One time, anytime one of the brothers couldn't go, I take the spot, gotcha. and it was like free ticket basically. Yeah. Hey, come with us, bro. You know, we know you like soccer. And we yeah, know, like yeah. Beckham. So I'd go, and I won't lie. Like again, this like all my bias aside, like all this off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When I went to the game, I was excited for Beckham. But uh-huh. I went, I was like, okay, nice stadium, everything, pretty cool, pretty cool. Dude, like I was like, this is it. Like, there's nothing going on in the stands. Like yeah. it's literally everyone just sitting and watching. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember at corners, I'd stand up and I'd be like, come on, and people would be looking at me like, what the <laughs> heck is this guy doing? I'm like, oh my god, like really, dude? Like this is not how we watch in Australia. You've definitely got that response when uh, you're trying to do something in the stands at a Galaxy game back then. Mm. Maybe it's changed now. I don't know. Don't really care. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So 2009 went to my first game. I think it was against man, would it be Timbers or Toronto? I yeah. forgot one of those teams. So I'd gone to games off and on, you know, whenever I had the chance. And probably the last game I went to was like in 2011, 2012. Okay. And, you know, all that behind me, some shit was said in the stands I didn't really like that mm-hmm. basically matches up with some of the stuff that they do now. Mm-hmm. I had to do during like, a, you know, a, I don't know, some racial shit. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, told my wife, I was like, you know, I'm not down with this. Like, uh-huh. This is stupid you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. so I was just like, and plus i wasn't really digging after learning how mls ran itself i didn't like it at all oh yeah right. nobody likes like, the leagues at that point i was just like i've had enough like, this is just lame you know so you yeah at that point you were done with the league and the club yeah yeah basically okay. i mean i kept tabs but i didn't I wasn't like rooting for anyone really like yeah. i remember watching on tv houston and galaxy and galaxy wiping the floor mm-hmm. or like kind of just like walking over houston to find out later they're owned by the same owner i'm like let me guess, he probably told them to lie down, dude. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, all the, it's like, how do you get two teams owned by the same person competing? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, that was probably, like, the last time, you know. And so you had, like, about a six-year gap between that and when LAFC came to mm-hmm. be. So at that time, were you ever flying back to Australia and, like, getting to see games with the team teams there? Because I, I know we talked about this, like, when Yeah, like, Wanderers. Yeah. yeah, when all that happened. Mm-hmm. So what had happened was my brother had been, like, part of, like, very, the very beginning when it came to West Sydney Waters and their active support. And he always kept me in touch, like, oh man, how's the Galaxy support out there? I was like, I don't know, I don't go anymore. You know, and like, the well, yeah. last time I checked, they were like singing like the wackest songs imaginable. <laughs> last time that I checked, yeah. <laughs> and so like, he was telling me, oh man, you, sh- you should get a load of this at like back home. I was like, man, West Sydney never had a team back then, mm-hmm. you know? But now like, ever since they started the team, like literally like within walking distance to my mom's house in Parramatta, um, my brothers all jumped in, you mm-hmm. know? And so they got a taste of what it's like to build a club from the bottom up with a big time rival in the same city. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, when they would keep the tabs of that, I was very much a Wanderers fan coming mm-hmm. into and it was Sydney. Sydney FC was the established one yeah. already, right? So yeah. Is that what it was that's called? A, that's the established team, yeah. yeah. And um, Western Sydney Wanderers came up to, like, just kind of fill in a void, mm-hmm. 
funny story, right? Just like LAFC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fill in a void, and they gave voice to a section of the city that really never really had one in the first place, mm. which is the west side of Sydney versus the east side. My brothers had kept me in tabs, and they were like, yeah, they were updating me, and all my friends that from high school were all Wanderers fans, so that's how I was able to keep in the know with them. Mm. And then uh, along came along LAFC, and I was just like, what the heck? And they were red and black, too, and I was like, what the heck? I was like, no way. They're not doing another team here in LA. Like, really? And that's what really piqued my interest because I, I was like, that red. Maybe they could do the same thing the Wanderers were doing because yeah. they literally, the thing that was crazy about the Wanderers, like their first season, they finished first. Second season, they won the Champions League against like crazy Guangzhou Evergrande. Like, million dollars. Oh, they, they won the AFC Champions League. They went all the mm. way. Wow. Yeah, they went all the way in their first try, dude. And that's why to me, like, I still think LAC has that potential to just make that Cinderella run. What do you think about the first season? Like, as far as us not getting to the end, do you think it was a it was a better thing that we didn't get further into the finals? Yeah, this is a setup we had kind of last week. We were talking about kind of winning culture mentality. Yeah. And, like, I think there's a section of supporters who are like, it's good that we didn't advance farther in the playoffs this year because mm-hmm. we want to build the hardcore fan base who doesn't need the, the kind of the championship glory, the glory all the time. yeah. I'm all, I'm kind of on the other side of the fence where I'm like you got a chance at a run you make a run and it's a disappointment when you don't get there but I see I see both both sides I think this table's kind of split in the way the culture of beautiful football versus results based football and right. um, maybe that's reflected by our old kind of Premier League alliances but mm-hmm. yeah how do you feel about kind of first season stuff and like w- building winning culture is it okay that we we lost if it's for the greater team dynamic. Um, I think with the first season, it's it went better than anyone could expect, even myself. Me coming from high standards, oh, you're supposed to win it all the first season, da da da. Yeah, you know, I, I very much back that mentality of you always expect to do the very best. There's no, you know, half-assing it. It's right. All or nothing, right? Um, given this season, honest truth, and everyone's probably gonna hear this. I, I kind of expected to get knocked out. We weren't winning it just by the way we were playing. Yeah. The all, the overall performances. There was a lot of games where we should have clutched it and we didn't. Yeah. Um, so can, you point to to any, can you point to any games in particular? Uh, Houston, yeah. <laughs> where we conceded two at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vancouver, um, I think Galaxy uh, twice. Yeah. yeah, to me what stuck out the most was Houston. Yeah. That, that just, like, it irritated the crap on me because it just yeah. seemed like they were we weren't learning. They both in learning. extra time, both goals. Right, right. Yeah. And well, it was like well such into a, extra time. We were wiping the floor with them, yeah. right? Like, we were, like, all over them. Like, sure, they were countering us great but we were in control right and then we lost control and then that seemed to be the that theme seemed of the to be a theme of the season right. ever since the galaxy match who does brad Friedel coach again new england right and he said something about like it's okay if we go down in the first half because lafc has some right. reputation of like we can catch him in the second and then that <laughs> that jacked me up i was like that's the fact the it was on their social to, media like yeah, yeah. proud of like, yeah we we got them in the yeah, back we like, got them we got them that's the worst thing to be known for you exactly, know exactly ah. dude like oh we don't have to worry about it do we got them like just knowing that already from the get-go it's already like in the bag like you're known as the guys that can't keep it you know yeah but apart from that disappointment i mean and and play on the field aside you know how did you feel about that first season knowing what you know western city wanderers had done and like western city wanderers and you know what was your impression of like yeah the culture that was created the 3252 the experience of the stadium like these kind of things i would say it couldn't have gotten any better to be honest that's that's fantastic like i wasn't there personally for like the whole foundation of the wanderers and stuff like that i'd only heard from like you know recounts from my friends and family but um you know just to 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 have the 3252 um all the active so much passion from the get-go you know 
we all seen like other MLS expansion teams like Atlanta's what was it we're gonna stomp you out remember like I mean our <laughs> chants aren't really anything to brag about but at least it wasn't like that you know what I mean like <laughs> they very much had to plod along and learn as they went whereas yeah. we, I felt like we kind of had like you know a two year head start kind of thing where we got a lot of the you know the BS out early but I guess now you know with the new season and stuff like coming along we're still learning that they're still jumping stumbling blocks here and there you know yeah but um, in terms of play on the field, I'll never forget when I watched them play Seattle. It was like watching like, like a like a, a FIFA like um like a virtual rendition or something like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. it didn't feel real to me, but it seemed like a video game at the time. You You're know? talking about up in Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah, when we watched the opening in Seattle, like just the way they were passing and playing. Three of the four people here were in Seattle. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, oh that moan you hear. Is a moan that'll echo through the ages. Every time the Seattle trip just haunts me. Oh, only, there was ever only going to be one first game. I'm not going to lie. All right. So <laughs> I, was, I was in the Bahamas for a wedding. <laughs> but honestly, I didn't get laid there. So it, it doesn't... It doesn't justify missing the first game because the only thing that's that could have been better dude. than this was sex <laughs> right. but shout out my boy kyle i did it for you i mean now that we've heard someone who I hasn't didn't been here let's, uh, <laughs> let's hear from monty about actually what it felt like to be a part of one of the greatest sporting experiences uh, of, of my life so right oh yeah, man tell me, me about it me too man i think i'm drinking more hennessy by myself <laughs> Yeah, for sure, man. That uh, that experience was, man, I, where do you begin? Like, just going in, you know, loading into playing. Like, you just knew, like, oh, man, there's something special about this game, you know? Yeah. I will, I will lie. I went in going, like, all right, it's going to be an epic game, but somehow we're probably going to, like, you know, not exactly win the game, right? Same, same. Like, I thought it was going to be a draw at best. Um, going in and then just, like, you know. That 12th minute. Yeah, dude, like that. Dude, it's crazy. I was drumming the whole time facing the other way. And we're drumming, and we just finished a chant, and I turn to the right and I see everyone start like you hear the gas yeah yeah the, <gasps> I see Vela already off like you know just through past it and I'm like and then boom I just see that perfect oh curve bro God. and I from there for like good five seconds dude just arms and beer dude like <laughs> I think I ended up in the road in front of me like holding you know on like I mean? this dude you know what I mean to those yeah. <laughs> just him talking about it bro I mean I'm, ta I'm pointing to goosebumps on the arms so Slim can see him but yeah. basically what we had up in that corner was also like a perfect view right. yes. of how the play developed, yes. yeah. how the finish snuck in. I mean, you're sitting anywhere else in that stadium, and you don't get exactly what we saw. Like yeah. it was, it was Dude. as if it was as if by design. Yeah. But, right. You know, it was. Which it was is pretty... that FIFA feeling as well, right? It's like yeah, such VR shit at the end right. of the day, right? <laughs> it was like finesse. He finessed it, in, bro. It was like the yeah. perfect curve around the goalie. And once Jesus, it hit that net, it's just like everyone yeah. just went nuts. I was like, I couldn't believe it for like a good five seconds. And then it finally hit me, and like I started <laughs> grabbing my homie, the guy that came from Melbourne. Oh, he was in man. front of me. Oh, yeah, I'm grabbing yeah. it, I'm yelling at him in Aussie, dude, like, yeah, fucking knife, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me, and we're like, holy shit, it happened. Yeah, oh, I remember man. talking to him beforehand. And I remember talking to people in the press box beforehand, you know, who write for publications you've read, which I won't mention on here, but there was no one giving LAFC a chance in that game. Right. You know, and, and to be fair, it's the back-to-back -back Western Conference champions. Yeah. Um, a team that's notoriously difficult to, you know, a stadium that's notoriously difficult to play. And there were so many things stacked against it. I don't think many people in their right mind would have picked a team who's never played a game. But that being said, it was, it was vi the vibe, you know, ahead of the game was very much, apart from that section of the stadium, yeah. was very much one of confidence yeah. uh, right. that that it was going to be a, a green storm out there could have been, a lot of people were saying like i could see a little three four right. four zero people were right. thinking they were going to yeah. get stomped pretty hard 
What was that bar we went to the night before? That I mean, that I will fucking treasure the rest of my life. <laughs> like it just, it, in the entire bar got taken over by LFC people, and I, all the supporters groups, like us included, Tigers who were very new, we just kind of got to see it for the first time, and like, like it, the lights were dim, but it felt like it was just like pulsating, dude. Everyone was just like the front office was getting hammered, you know. Like, we were all <laughs> well, that was, that was felt the energy, yeah, right? That was yeah, another yeah. thing that was I think pretty moving about it was you start to see, or at least I I had seen a lot of staff, people who had come up who had worked for the club, right? Yeah. And you come to find out that like it wasn't as if the club flew them all up there; they were all coming up just because they just badly party, every yeah. everyone really wanted to see. Oh, there were some like tall boys at the stadium, and um, Murray, that's right. Yeah, yeah, drinking out of a can. They had my best one there. Yeah, yeah, I forget. It was great beer. And then I had like three quarters of the beer. I was sipping in while Rossi, like while the ball's going in. I lost all motor function and my mind at the same time. And I spiked the full fucking beer on the ground. <laughs> and it's like you, just, you, you can't even hear anything. You just yeah. hear, but everyone, the, just you, nuts, it could right? be like the drum drums were like not like louder than anything else. You know, right. it's like everyone's the energy was so fanatical, man. Right. All right, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna have to ask the question to, to wrap up this segment. That goal. Or the goal at the bank at the first game? I'd say the Seattle goal. One, because it's the very, very first goal we've been waiting years for, right? And um, I won't lie, that was the only goal I've ever cried over. Like, I, I just couldn't believe it. When we won, that's when I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like, we fucking yeah. waited I cried, I cried on the plane know? when we won. <laughs> Jeff Blue, Blue, Jeff shout Blue. out to JetBlue for having fucking live stream television. Yo, sponsor the pod, JetBlue. Yo, know, get out of here. Give me some flies. Well, I, I wanted to cry. I got the little fuzzy nose. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was I would have cried if I was by myself. Dude, so my, what about what about for you? Was it was it was it more the which goal versus Seattle? It's I think it's got to be Rossi's goal, dude. It's got to be Rossi's Fuck, goal. Like <laughs> I think honestly the the opener at the bank, like I was just so happy to be there, you know. Right. And I was happy to be there at the Seattle too. But like watching that go in for the first time, unlike anything yeah. else I've experienced in my life. Yeah, and let's be real, the quality of the goals. Uh, yes, miles and miles apart. One right, was right. one was magic, and the other one was a, a little bit m- more than magic. Yeah, I guess. it's a little like less sorcery. Yeah, yeah, a little sorcery. <laughs> All right, I want to take a quick break, and we'll we'll get back into it. Sure, sure. sure. There was a moment that happened towards the end of the season where suddenly the whole stadium was jumping around and it caught the news. It made people go crazy on and offline. And uh, I want to hear about how it all went down. Let's talk about the Jump for LA Football Club chant. Obviously, all three of you guys have something to say, but I know Monty has maybe a little bit more to add. A little bit of origins. It came came from the Expos, so, (laughs) you know... um, it just kind of evolved into, you know, yeah, a little Raichu from Pikachu right yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, tell us how, it, how that song came to be. All right, so um, there's a team in Australia. Yeah, we're going back there. Mm-hmm. Um, Melbourne Victory, and they, um, they had originally this chant called Jump for Melbourne Victory, ole, ole. So that's basically where Jump for LA Football came, uh, came from. But where they got theirs from is a chant in, uh, in, eight, uh, in Amsterdam by, you know, Ajax, the, mm-hmm. the soccer team. Just side note, one of the dopest crests of all time, uh, if you've ever seen it, it's like that really abstract, and there's exactly 11 oh, lines. So he did it's, it's pretty cool. Anyway. Nice. Go on. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, take a look at it next time. It's kind of a trip to look at their nice. crest. So, yeah, so Ajax and Back 410, that's their 
their craziest, you know, um, supporter group, if you want to call it that. You know, they have a chant that goes out by that same, uh, you know, rhythm and timing. So that's where it all came from. So from Ajax, back 410, to Melbourne Victory, to us. And I'd always had in the back of my mind, like, oh, this would be a good <coughs> chant, like, between long chants to just get one out, you know, like a real fast rhythm to chant and then move on to the next big chant. In Australia, in the A-League, is, is that chant for Melbourne, like, what they're known for? How is it so much on your radar? Because to me, just how, how it hit, like, as a, as a chant, like, it's very short, very, like, frenetic, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's, it's just a catchy chant. I thought, it, again, it'd be just something that people would just blurt out here and there, you know? Mm-hmm. Had you uh, seen it in person before at Melbourne? The Melbourne Victory Chant, no. Uh-huh. I hadn't seen it in person. You know, I'd caught all this just by keeping in touch, like, again, when I keep in touch with my brothers, and um, we're all sharing, you know, content from the A-League and all the active and stuff. At the time, my focus, ever since joining Expos, was how to improve LA Active and how to make it what it is today. Yeah, active is short for active support, which is the supporters that go out and do the chants, jumping, the choreo, all the TIFO. Mm-hmm. Um, basically can, the supporters that make shit happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the, you know, basically what the 252 is now. Um, that's just to separate from what a regular, because you could be a supporter of any club on any level. You could sit there, you're paying for a ticket, you got the clothes on, you're a supporter. Is so, there any stadium with more than like 50% active supporters active? in the stadium, or like, is it just a section? Like El Bomanera, like, you know, the Bomanera, like uh, Boca is definitely like gotcha. 75%, 80% active. Yeah. yeah. It's like a supporter, again, is the guy that's, you know, he's a definitely all in and giving active support where he's like chanting and shouting and all that mm-hmm. it's just from there and then that's how you know melbourne victory got involved i was just checking out everyone's actives and i was like the two strongest at the time were rbb which is uh red and black block from western city waters mm-hmm. and uh the northern terrace which is melbourne victory supporters mm-hmm. so those two were the two best active at the time and like there's actually two lac chants that are uh, rbb inspired as well mm-hmm. but yeah just uh, i was keeping in tabs with all the active around the league like you know, there's there's channels that are dedicated to showing everyone's active on YouTube, you know, from around the world. Mm-hmm. So I'd stick around the Australian ones because, one, I think the two leagues mirror each other in terms of what, the way they are, like closed, uh, closed system. Mm-hmm. Two, very new leagues. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of melting going on there. Teams are finding out what works and what doesn't. And that, to me, is the A-League. Both English-speaking cultures for the most part. Right. Yeah. So, you know, they obviously, you know, the chance won't be hard at all to, to trade trade off with one another. Shout out the Australian accent. I, uh, <laughs> I wish I had one of those. That, but that chant, when it was at Ajax and when it was in Melbourne, did it involve the jumping? No. I, for the most part that I know of, they just sing it. Okay. And then, like, man, I think a couple of them would jump and stuff, but it wasn't like a coordinated jump. It wasn't a side No, side. no. That was, I can tell you who brought that. That's actually thanks to Cuervos. George. George from Cuervos was hey, the one I was like, hey. George. Shout out to George. Yeah. All shout day, to, man. Shout and out, so, George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, he was the one I was originally jumping in front of, like, Cheeky Lean's little section on his side of the couple stand. And then just from there, just grew where it was, like, where was our? Yeah. That's where they, they started doing it. And people, like, we started noticing people doing it, like, in, like, little groups here and there. Mm. So uh, one one meeting where all the groups were together, like, we got in the group messenger. We were just uh, talking to all the couples. Hey, how about we... Um, <sighs> coordinate everyone jump to the left or the right you know like jumping to the left first like and from there <coughs> the next game i think san jose was like the first time it was a san jose. yeah then everyone like kind of yeah learned, yeah because yeah. honestly i was trying to hold that off as much as possible cause <laughs> that looked like a lot of cardio and I, honestly, I wasn't right. honestly after the third third jump for la football club i'm like Yo, can we go on to the it's next? A, it's a calf workout. It's <laughs> yeah, a it's no, a it's a life workout. Yeah. I'm fat. Me and gravity do not get along like that. Uh, 
but I'll do it for the club. So, so the lyrics were always, <coughs> at least in the LAFC version, they were like jump for LA Football Club, and then later, like when it first started. No? Yeah, it was very like uh, like staccato. Like it was, uh, we'll try to keep it as short jump as possible. For no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like jump for LA Football Club. Hey. Hey! Oh yeah! It started off with LA the hey, club. hey, like that. You right? gotta throw a little bit of like, LA Ole in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ole yeah. definitely. It definitely rolls you know, off the it, like, it, right? it made it flow better. But and that then then the oh, oh yeah. that only came with the side to side. Like, no, that I know was we're getting there. real granular right now, but I no, like no, no, this. no. I like hey, this. let's get into detail with yeah. it. Right, we gotta explain everything here. No, it definitely started off as oh, but it was actually wasn't supposed to go like oh, like lead off. It was supposed to be like oh. You know, like, yeah, those kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. like, oh. this, like, perpetual chant where people, like, that came first, though, oh, and then, uh, yeah. Didn't it make its first appearance not at Bank of California, but at the training, the, the yes. training facility? Yes, where we all were. Yeah. That was the <laughs> yeah. first time we ever, because we're going to be doing at Expos, watch parties. We do it here and there. Watch like, parties and, like, um, tailgates. Yeah, yeah, we weren't really doing yeah. it, because, right. like, it was just something in the back of my mind that I kind of taught a couple of boys we do, mm. like, here and there, but... Yeah, at the uh, training session where we really wanted to motivate the players. I think this was for yeah. the home game. Right? They, they had a little yeah, home game. Streak going on. Coming to town. Yeah. 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 Right and how many supporters Carson. went out there? How many went out for that? Maybe like 50. 50. Yeah. 50. Yeah. You guys yeah. just like went right up there on the cement near the where the gym, the locker area. Yeah, we were made to just kind of wait. Uh, yeah, we talking like everyone meeting. else knows what the facility looks like. We were just on the <laughs> sideline, y'all. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah, it, it was really high. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we need to let them know that, yeah, we were here for them, but they need to get their shit together. Yeah. So this is uh, what I remember of that day, Monty, was like, it was kind of towards the end of the session, you know? We were doing all of our, all the classics, right? Yep. Los Angeles, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden I see Julio turn to you and like kind of like hush, hush. Yeah. And then you're, and then he, it, it looked like you guys were getting amped up or something. And then you and Benny were, co- <laughs> were coordinating together. Yeah. And then... We just hear this jump, and then Benny's like, you're going to jump for LA, Ole, Ole, and then, or like, he was like, hey, 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 and then, it was just such an immediate, like, we knew from, like, Sam and I looked at each other, we just knew, like, this is, this is, this is it, this is the hit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you feel that, even that, that time, that first time at the training center, you felt like, okay, you guys just nailed it? At the time, I was like, okay, I'll teach him it, I could tell, basically, by the enthusiasm of the crowd, like, yeah, okay, this one's probably gonna catch for a bit. Or when you kind of see them looking around, like looking at each other, when they sing it, that's when it's like, oh, dude, they're all doubting it. Hey, it was really hot that day. Yeah, that was the middle of the summer. I was, yeah, wearing, yeah. I was wearing my Addy slides and my toes were getting burnt. Oh, uh, yeah. I was mad jealous that this one came through with slides on. Like, Joshua looked like like a news anchor, where like everything up top yeah, is all cool, but he's just wearing tataras on the bottom. You know what I mean? Like, even me, I was like, oh, is this gonna work? Because. You know, the stupid-ass MLS season is just throughout the fucking summer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. That, that has to be part of what it's like to, like, try to suggest songs, though. It's like that weird, awkward moment where you're like, hey, guys, like, yeah. this is my yeah. song. Yeah. I've low-key I've low yeah. tried to accept multiple supporters multiple times about yeah. my uh, Carlos Vela knows how to party chant to the tune of California Love. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, and I always, I love, now, at this point, I was just basking it, but people are like, yeah. You know? <laughs> but when you're, when you're, like, you know, in a position of, a, of an active and you, you've sort of tasked yourself oh, with trying to, trying to find more and more, uh, you know, of these t- type of chants that are, you know, unique, but also get people excited and get them to move right. i mean for sure would you guys all agree that th- this one definitely became that the, the oh, biggest that was, the biggest uh, success kind of the revelation was, of the year yeah. for songs right yeah. yeah you hit it on the head this was the revelation of lafc like we did a lot of things but that was the one where it was like all right we're here but what about what what were some other songs that stuck out for the year for you guys and 
Are there any other any other interesting interesting stories to share of, to me, of song origins? To me, coming from someone that missed the first game and I had to live all of it through Insta Insta stories. <laughs> I fell in love with the Los Angeles, whoa, 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 like, after that Seattle game. I literally spent all day just watching people's videos of that chant when they were walking down Century. That's That's when it was the most lit. Yeah. It was like a party. But, all right, so that that chant kind of had, like, its little dip. And then towards, I think, that playoff game is when it had its little resurgence. Resurgence will come back, yeah. But I... Like, literally, when I woke up in my bed the next morning and I kept watching that shit, it raised my arm hairs every time. Like, it gave me chills. Josh, did you have songs? Yeah, I mean, Los Angeles was definitely up there, like, crazy. Like, it it, it meant a lot. We remember going down the spiral stairs oh, at yeah, Central Link, man. you know, and just, like, from top, top to bottom, like you were saying, like, it was, that's all we, that's that's yeah. kind of all I knew at the time, and just, it was, it was good. I think, uh, when I finally learned Que Bonito Es, and I was like, this is my first Spanish song, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I claim, you know, yeah, so, yeah. that's really, that's really awesome. Man. The only reason I kind of didn't like that Los Angeles whoa, whoa, whoa chant is because one of my homies who went to a game was like, Justin Bieber? Yeah! <laughs> they said we ripped off Justin Bieber. I was like, yo, no, we didn't. Yo, Wait, is there a Justin, dude, is there a Justin totally Bieber? Is there a too, Justin bro, Bieber like, song? Um, what's the song? Baby, 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 baby. He goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, who does that shit? And my homie thought we were biting whoa. off a Justin Bieber song. So I was like, yo, maybe I don't like this chant, dog. That chant doesn't come out that often anymore. It didn't catch, because that Los Angeles, you have to, like, scream it. Like, yeah. you have to shout it it's with, very, like, uh, like, a draining. vigorous yeah. intent. Maybe it's a good away you know, I song. Think, I feel like it is a, it is a great away yeah. song, but I do feel like it was so powerful in Seattle, and then the people who went traveling away to Seattle, maybe we did it a little over. Like, we like oh, overkilled man, that, it when that, we came yeah. You do a song, like, there's going to be this moment where it's just like, man, this is the greatest thing ever. But then, yeah. it's like hit songs on the radio. Like, they go up mm. and down, you know? Right. And then they'll make a comeback, and, you know? Especially, like, our last playoff match. When we went on with that LAFC, we will adore for, like, however long we did it towards the end of the game. Like, I got that same feeling as, like, doing the haka. Maybe, maybe one more break, and we'll get back with the end of the interview? Yep. For sure. Cool. Okay, Monty, before we really knew you, I saw you as the big motherfucker with the drum. <laughs> and so I think that's kind of uh, in line with, with how how much you're like behind and you, you kind of document like all the songs and chants that, that have happened right through, throughout our first season. I saw something on your IG story where you kind of give the origin story in like a brief uh, time about each and every chant and where it comes from. So can you just give us a run through of like some of your hits and like where they come from and the credit that it's due? Okay. Well, first things first, if I can go back to what I first remember, I know that Luckies were definitely instrumental. They were the first ones to really break that ice to LAC events to get chance going. Because, you know, these guys are EPO guys. They know right. what they're doing. They sing for a living. They sing yeah. for a living. And every, every no you know, drums, four in the morning. No drums, no nothing. Yeah, you know. Every morning, you know, they, they do that for a living. And so these guys would start off like uh, English-style chants. Like, you know, oh, when LA goes marching. Right, right, right. I don't know if you guys, you guys remember Tiny, right? From, from yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. He's tiny. Uh, he was the one I brought that along, and he used to try and get us to do it slowly. 
Well, you know, us, we're all full of energy. <laughs> we're in LA. Who's watching in, you know? That, there's that one. Uh, they brought along uh, Brian from Lucky Boys. You guys know Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's the one that brought along uh, the City of Angels. Black and gold, gold, right? Mm-hmm. So that was based on a, uh, I believe it's a Man U chant that goes like, there's a, by the same uh, song and stuff like that. That song itself is a Bonnie M song. Well, it's actually an old folk Jamaican song. Oh, for real? Um, by the Rivers of Babylon. Oh, you know, songs, by the Rivers. Yeah, 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 Where we sat down, <laughs> there we went, you know. Gotcha, gotcha, we gotcha, remember gotcha. Zion, right? And so that's, you know, by the rivers of Babylon. Yeah. So that's. That was one of the first ones I saw on your, on your yeah. stories where I was like, wow, it, it progressed a long way from the origin. But that's the, I saw where it hit, the inspiration hit for that. Yeah. So that was really cool about that. Yeah. Uh, so that's where it comes from. You know, uh, we do a West City version. Uh, uh, how's it go? Uh, uh, these colors unite us all. Uh, the places where from. West Sydney, oh, West Sydney, oh, oh, like that. So, yeah, City yeah, yeah. of Angels, right? That's that song. That's from Brian from Lucky Boys. He brought that along. We're actually in the first ever council meeting where he called Sal and then he taught the council how to sing that song. So, okay. Okay. props to Brian. Uh, Smith House. That's where that song came from. Uh, number three that Lucky's helped out with was uh, Diego Rossi. Oh, Diego Rossi scored the first goal. Guess that's that Chelsea that. influence. Yeah, that one comes from Rafa. From the yeah. That's yeah. from uh, right, West Ham. You know, La Baba, obviously, you know. That's the. You know, what, was there so, other teams that were using that? I think. Probably in the EPL. Yeah, I'm sure. I honestly. EPL, I'm sure, like an MLS team somewhere has one like that. But uh, I'm not sure where it comes from, what team. But it might be West Ham, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's that song. What else is there? Uh, Los Angeles. That one. That came from to. Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually based on a song. You guys know Sway from Lucky's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sway was the one that came to me. Uh, I think it was either at the Supporters Cup or at one of the Carson Academy games where he came up to me. Hey, Monty, what do you think of this song? It goes, Los Angeles. Oh, oh, oh. First time I ever heard that song from Europe was from uh, Budapest. Whoa. They go, Budapest. Oh, oh, oh. That's crazy. Oh, oh, oh. And at PSG, <laughs> they do one. Okay. So, wow, okay. So, uh, Sway goes, you know, hey, what do you think of Los Angeles? Whoa. I was like, let's do it, bro. So, slowly and surely, we'd sing it. We'd do it like one time and then not do it ever again. I think it was at the drum sessions at Lot 6. Honestly, uh, to me, Seattle. it yeah, really Seattle popped off in Seattle. Right. Yeah. yeah dude, that's really in Seattle. That's like, to me, personally, I think it's our victory song. When we sang it on the way down from oh, Seattle. When we're winning a game. Like, I think the, be- the best rendition I've ever heard was against Minnesota mm. at home. Oh. And the fans were just going off, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were just singing it like crazy. I just couldn't believe it, bro. I was like, what? Thank you for Christian Ramirez, by the way, yeah. in Minnesota. So, T with Dewey's aside right here. T with Dewey. Yeah, he was. With Christian Ramirez, I always knew about this guy. Minnesota, uh-huh. right? Minnesota United, before they even joined that yep. yep. And I heard that two guys from Irvine joined that team and brought them up or something like that. Like, they were really That's good. Awesome. It was uh, Miguel Ibarra and uh, Christian Ramirez. Oh, wow. And I was always One like, man, local, Santana, local like, talent, you know, yeah, yeah, making yeah. it big somewhere else. Like, yeah. I know about, you know, that one dude. Um, He's a Cosmos striker. No, actually, he was a Galaxy product, went free agent because he didn't want to join the Academy or some of that, went to the Cosmos, became a good striker with the Cosmos, then he went to Schalke. Oh, Haji Wright. Haji Wright. There you go, see? That's the guy. Haji Wright. Yeah, <coughs> Haji he, he Wright. plays for Schalke, yeah. And he's an L.A. boy, you know, so I'm saying, Damn, dude, I had no idea. Jeez. Maybe in the future, we can get him over here, even though he was a Galaxy kid, you know? 
Yeah, so long story short, I always kept the tabs on like Christian Ramirez and Miguel Ibarra. So I heard that like, you know, okay, we're gonna sign. I looked up like Christian Ramirez contract and everything, and I text Rich, I'm like, hey dude, check out, <laughs> Ramirez is up for renewal like in a year or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. should check this guy out. Rich, he messaged me back. Like, Shout out Richard Roscoe. Yeah, Richard Roscoe, man, the man, dude. Friend of the pod. He uh, told me, dude, don't give me players names that are already wrapped up in contract. I go, why? Because I already talked to JT about it. I was like, what, dude? You, I was just like throwing it at you. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to yeah, go yeah. all the way up there. Because, yeah, you know, every time you guys suggest a player, I'll text him and he'll he'll look at him. I was like, oh, damn, okay, cool, whatever. That's crazy. Found dude. out he renewed with Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this season, I'm like, oh, yeah, Christian ain't never coming. He's going to finish over there. Yeah. I hear that they signed that one uh, DP, Quintero, mm-hmm. from uh, – Club America to come to right, play right. for Minnesota, and then I was like, I was kind of feeling maybe why pick this guy up, dude? Right, like right, right. You know, he's he's on the bench now. Then once I heard the news, dude, it's funny. It was when uh, Phil Haber had announced that he had signed for LAFC. Uh-huh. Christian Ramirez said, "Oh, legit, bro! Like put fire emojis <laughs> or some of that." And I texted, you know, I wrote back to Christian. I was like, "Hey, maybe you too. You, know, like, you too in the future. You too, this is back in January. You too." Right? <laughs> In January, that's what I texted yeah, like, you know, I text him, uh, tweeted him. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, maybe you too, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, long story short, once he they announced that, oh, Christian Ramirez comes, I was like, oh, my boy. I, Monty was like a puppy dog, dude. I know. Yeah, I was even saying I'll be on my best behavior for the rest of the season. <laughs> no, because I was like, to me, like, I was like thinking, this kid has talent, you know, he... He's, you know, he's from, you know, from the area, and uh, like the second, uh, he's a young striker that needs to break into the US-17. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to yeah. take whatever advice oh, from any coach. Man. Bob it's, Bradley, it's, who's the one guy you want to learn from to yeah, get exactly. into the US-17? Yeah, yeah, shout out to hey, Monty but, for being down, for being like the LAFC Twitter troll throughout <laughs> the year, bro. He's been ready for all the smoke on Twitter. You don't give a fuck about none of your hashtags. So d and I came up with some really good chats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, I think they were the first ones to do the, oh, L.A. football club. Uh, okay. We don't really do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They came up with that one. Uh, they came up with the Dolly. Dolly, Black. That dope. one's, yeah, yeah, I won't yeah, lie, yeah. I was like. Because I'm pretty sure it came from Boca Juniors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Dolly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, they just yeah, say yeah, Dolly, 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 Dolly. That's right. Like, you could actually hear it um, when Dolly. they just had the first leg of the, the Boca River. That was. And I, to me personally, that was a great chant. When I first heard it, I was only like, oh, dude. Like, mm-hmm. well, that's just me personally being oh, yeah, selfish no, prick, you know. Yeah, like, same, same. Yeah, that became something that Ray taught at, uh. It was when we were setting up for the uh, inaugural TIFO, mm-hmm. that little night session we had there in the stands. That first ever time That's we actually crazy, did it man. legit. Mm-hmm. With Cheeky Lee all behind it yeah, and everything. Yeah, so yeah. those guys were all there. Oh, yeah. So, Mario Angelino. Yeah. That song is a good song. I like the tune. Uh, shout out D9. I tried to learn that shit the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm just not sober at any matches. But I tried. I love y'all. <laughs> that shit was tight. What happened is, uh, uh yeah, uh, it's who's that one band? Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. That's yeah. the, the it's Bad Moon Rising. Yeah, Bad Moon Rising. Yeah, Bad Moon Rising. Oh, yeah. but Argentina used it for the 2014 World Cup, and right. that song became like the anthem of that World Cup because Argentina mm. was marching all the way to the final, right? And the whole song is just clowning on Brazil, right? <laughs> right. right. Oh, 
Honestly, I think Papa was the only one I remember to that whole chat. Because I thought it was funny that y'all was just talking about someone's dad and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so what does it translate to? It's just like, you know, I mean, the, the beginning is just like, Brazil, tell me how it feels to have your daddy in your house. Oh, you know, dude, like, it's just, it, They just come right out with it. Yeah. What's really great about a lot of the Spanish-style chants is it just gets really, like, you know, it, it gets really musical. And yes. it gets multiverse, and it yeah. gets like, the, like there's no English, the, at least in my experience, no English version of a chant that have these multiverse, complex lyrical, you know, and like a lot of the Argentine songs will have like, you know, political references. Like right. the one from this year was like about the Falcon Islands that the English own yeah. off the coast of, you know, and like they're basically like clowning on the English, they're clowning on the <laughs> all these like enemies that they have, and it's pretty like that's it's pretty one thing awesome. I respect about the Latino football culture. Uh-huh. Is they're so good at like shit talking through their chants and songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so Dina, you got that chant, I believe. What well, if I hear I know correctly? It's Argentina to. I'm not sure if it's Tigres, UA, and you know, you know, Mexican team. Yeah, yeah. Tigres or it's another. I don't know if it's Pumas. It's one of those teams down there. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, Dina, you got that reworded into what it is today. And uh, taught it to us, I think, for the first time was at Chiva's house, Julio's house. Uh, uh, China's came and taught everybody, and mm-hmm. we actually recorded it with um, Julio's uh, tape recorder. Oh, mm-hmm. very cool. And uh, went from there. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's a great chant. Uh, West City do the same, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you guys cool. talk about this in the Capos, but it's nice to have a balance between like these more complex... Right. You know, you're gonna try one of those and then you're gonna do something really. That's yeah, right. You gotta have a balance there. Give options to it's everything. Like, it's like being a good DJ. See, you're per, you're you're in control of the, the, the set list. So mm-hmm. you you basically have to you know people don't burn themselves all early. Don't do jump <laughs> like the first ten minutes, dude. Yeah. That's like build up. Yeah. Like build up to it. You don't want to give out the hit. You know, like yes. right when you start your set. That's a it's interesting. Yeah. Like Houston was a perfect example where we timed it right, where like the rain started falling and that's what we like, let's do jump, get him, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Get him, get him. Yeah, get him. Then we all started saying, Let's do jump. Everyone started like you can see everybody already doing this. <laughs> Everyone's ready, man. Yeah, like, man. You know? What were what were some other ones? Are we missing any from your from the story? Que bonito es. <laughs> that's actually written by Brian Lucky Boys. Whoa. Yeah. And I was there at the bar. Right after a council meeting, we all went to Boomtown. I remember uh, hanging out for a minute, and that's where I think where's, where's the first one where uh, Oscar ever met George. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. All right. I think because there was a bunch of guys there. There was one guy in an LAFC hat, and that's when me, Oscar, and all the guys, and we came. Hey, you got LAFC fans? They turned around and said, "Yeah." I remember that was George and his homie, oh. and Oscar got like really cool. Then I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like they probably got turned to their supporters, awesome. and look at how that all turned into now. Yeah, Jump for LA Football Club, right? Mm. Ryan started the uh, Que Bonito S. It's from a Porto song, FC Porto. Shout out to FC Porto, you know? You yeah, got, you, got, yeah. you know, the, the, the rival of Andre Horta. No, it's a rival. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, Andre Horta's a fake guy. Shout out LAFC Justin Bieber, dog. <laughs> hey, be better next season, fucker. <laughs> The Lati Busting one's also from the Luckies. Lucky as well, Boys, right? see? Yeah, yeah. Lucky Boys are good. Lucky's are yeah, right. yeah, like, but like sorry, the Beatles, man. dude. Yeah, <laughs> but some of those some of those are easy English. Right. They're the, like stuff you can pick up, you know. They're really like, good common songs. You know, and every every English fan will know them with their own players substituted for the players right, here, right. you know. Right. Um wasn't this the Starman one was originally a Liverpool though, I think. Was it? <laughs> uh what's his name? David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But the just can't get a get, get enough. That's what yeah. I knew originally from Celtic. Aaron Ramsey. Oh, oh really? Oh okay. Everyone uses yeah. their own version. And right? like, well, to me, I had always heard it from Celtic even before I knew LAFC. I knew Celtic were doing a chat like that. Gotcha. Uh, you know, just getting back to like the original 
the original like talking about Jump for Life Football Club, like what I found so fascinating about that is even though it was inspired by other things, it really did feel like it was its own. You know, it right. really it, felt it like wow, awesome. this was like and like when you do get to the point where you're now contributing to like global football culture, I think you are following something the club's always aspired for, which is like we don't want to make this the best club in MLS, we don't want to make this the best club in Los Angeles. Yeah. We want to make this a global club. Right. right. Our goal is to make this like something that is its own thing in and of itself that's something everyone continues to reach what, towards yeah. was there any club because honestly as far as MLS goes I'm, I'm pretty new to everything so was there any other club that brought that global attention to the MLS like besides like through supporters I know Portland or at least oh, yeah. their TIFO Seattle uh, support all due respect to from what I understand, DC United was the first team to actually have proper supporters. Right. right. Shout out. So they, really they did yeah. they did start the ball. And I mean, you know, I think LAFC is beneficiaries of people not doing the right thing to, right. and knowing what not yeah. to do. So. That's right. Uh, to give credit also to um, Chicago, if you look up back far back enough on uh, YouTube, you can go to like a playoff game against with Chicago. Dude, their fans are all popped up, like legit flares in the stands. Wow. And like the commentator's like, this is great. <laughs> but nowadays we're like, oh. Like, uh, they, they, so to me, you gotta give credit to those guys that were doing the active way back, gotcha. you know. But I think at the time, MLS wasn't even taken seriously as a league. All these other leagues around the world, they weren't really giving credit to any of the active. Can you tell us, just like, as someone who's thinking about these songs all the time and who's been on the Copple stand before, to see, let's say, I mean, for a Jump Rally Football Club, to see it go from your guys in a, in a closed council to the training center to seeing at the stadium going from 10 to 3,000 what does yeah. that feel like for you man just knowing that we have a stadium still hits me it's like I go there and I spend it with people like it's not just right, me right, and myself right. talking to people that don't even give two shits about soccer like LFC's coming now it's yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. sharing it with likewise fans and I'm still grasping that mm. that there's other fans out there you know like I don't know if that kind of sounds weird but like you know there's other people out there that we're looking forward to it as much as I can see and uh, I still grasp with that. Uh, I think so much involvement. I thought it was just like, all right, two days before we'll get things together. Nah, dude, it's like 24-7 involvement when it comes to SGs. Yeah. Right. You have to always be, you know, how many we're, times We're in the off-season, but it's not much of an off-season. Oh, dude, it's yeah. still going on. Like, we're still trying to figure out stuff to do. Um, you know, like, we're still trying to sell merch, you know, stuff like that. So, right, like, right. I never knew I'd be that involved. Mm-hmm. Coming in, you okay. just had an East LA bike tour to check right. on the city. Right. Were you were you riding around? Yeah, yeah, my legs still hurt. <laughs> yeah, I was that's riding cool. around. And, uh, Very cool. It feels yeah, bigger right away. That's I think that's something that just getting from the pictures of what you guys on uh, on Sunday was just like, oh, this is like a citywide thing. You know, right. it's it's something right. bigger than as as awesome as the stands are. Like it's becoming the the stands are becoming the entire city, right? Which is right. which is really freaking awesome. That's know? that's that's. that's and shots of that uh, East LA parade, the Christmas parade. Yeah. You know, sh- seeing shots of that. I didn't even know that there were Christmas parades in LA really like that. You know? Oh, yeah. So yeah. it was cool. LAFC brings the Christmas out of everyone, dude. Right? It's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a celebration. How often do you try to, are you constantly trying to create new songs? Is it over? Can you overload on them? Do you got stuff that you're just like <laughs> keeping, like, waiting for the day, you know, like yeah, yeah. to unveil? There, There is, a, like, I think one or two songs that are going around the couples right now that uh, we've been discussing that could be the new things that we introduce come next season. Uh, I know Jimmy came up with one of those. Uh, I forgot what tune it was. Uh, I know it's like a well-known tune. Mm-hmm. And then there's another song that a lot of MLS supporters do. It's that, uh, oh, I forgot how to sing it. Like, everyone sings it. Like, DC United. 
Vamos, vamos, United. Oh, esta noche yeah, tenemos yeah, que ganar. Yeah. I think it might be to that too. So. Vamos, yeah. vamos, So everyone uses that chat. So that might be it, but I'm not too sure. But uh, yeah. Well, I'm just going to make my last campaign, guys. Carlos Vela knows how to party. See? Carlos Vela. Knows how right. to party. Oh, really? And four, then, and it shit for people in Portland. And it shit. And you just name the places he scored. Yeah. Oh, for, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, for San Jose. <laughs> You know, and I'm you know what? And, and I just want to say, Carlsville does know how to party. Reputation for partying sometimes <laughs> with the national team. Yep. Reputation as well from being from Cancun. I'm leaving my pitch there. <laughs> the community also take it from here. Right. The community take it from here. <laughs> I think I, I also speak for Sam and myself. We'd like to see a hip hop chain in there. Am I Please. right? What better than California love, Sam? Come on, back me up on this. Let's get it going. <laughs> I'm with it. Right. Uh, this has been the FCFC podcast. We appreciate y'all being here with us. Our poor tea is running out of juice. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Monty, for being with us one time. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. All right. All right. Hey. Peace. FCFC. FC, FC. FCFC. 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 FCFC.